I know I'm just going through a period and I'm still beautiful and I'm strong and I cycle every month and I can carry babies in the future. Like, you can choose that. That sounds great, but I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> I want to wallow, okay? Let me wallow. <laughs> Let me wallow in my bloated whale state. <laughs> <laughs> a whole <laughs> bottle of red wine last night. Wow. To myself. Sometimes I wish I could drink wine. Because it seems like a fun time and everyone seems to really enjoy it. Can't do it. You don't like wine? I was wine? on ciders last night. I was on ciders last night. Oh, I can't do cider. She? No, it just makes me so bloated and gross. Same with beer. I fucking love beer. <laughs> 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 I can never do it. <laughs> really? I feel no. so shit sick the next day if I'm on beer. And I'm, it's so annoying because I'm like, I just want a corona. <laughs> wow. Not the flu. <laughs> can't, you get, can't you get sugarless beer? Can't you get beer that doesn't make you blow? It's the yeast. Oh. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I don't drink it. There's a little bit of yeast in some like some wines I've found. Mm. But not nearly as much as beer. It's the yeast, yeah. What's up, guys? Hey. <laughs> How you going? <laughs> Welcome back. It's just midday on a Sunday We're afternoon. We're talking about <laughs> not being women anymore. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that, but we would like all of the men, Ben, Jerry, Jack, Daniel, Jim. Because we over. can relate <laughs> right <laughs> <Like> now. <you. laughs> no. um, today's topic, self-image. Self-image, which is why I'm having a bit of a moment because my period's due this week and my mm. self-image gets completely fucked up with the whole period thing. And amongst everything it else. It does because your physical appearance changes. I mean, we bloat and we have water retention and all that. Mm. And your mentality changes too. So instead of necessarily being positive, there are some people or women who really suffer with that spike in estrogen around this phase of their cycle mm. that, you know, really triggers some depression and anxiety. I know myself, I get really bad anxiety a couple of days before my period if I haven't been eating healthy that month. See, I reckon that's... For me, that that's a whole just all my cups get empty. Like, I don't mm. sleep very well. I get lethargic, which is stupid. Mm. Like, I hate the fact that I get lethargic, but I don't sleep. It's normal with hormone fluctuations, though. Our hormones fluctuate. Our hormones are beautifully adaptive. Like, they fluctuate so much in the cycle. I've never, like, I've never hated being a woman in the sense of, like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't, I just, I'm going to change genders, blah, mm. blah. No, I, I feel like we've all been there easy. just once. <laughs> but I definitely, there are times after the fact where I go, God damn, my body is powerful. Yes. Like the shit that this thing can do. I know. Without me having to ask it. Thank you. It's beautiful. I do wish though that it communicated that a little bit better. <laughs> like you don't need to give me an, a, you know, a head splitting headache mm. leading up to the fact. Like I have a calendar. I always get excited for my period because one, I'm not pregnant again. And two... Everything starts to balance out and it's like reset on your body. It does. And you get this burst of energy in your um, ovulation phase, actually. So what do we mean when we say, when we talk about self-image? Mm. When, when we, we originally called this podcast episode body image. Mm-hmm. We don't want to talk about just body image because we're all about wellness we want to talk about self-image and self-reflection and how you love yourself yes and how you become aware of the changes within you Mm. inwardly outwardly we use that term a lot inwardly outwardly to better yourself so you recognize that 
I get headaches and mm. I recognize that I bloat sometimes if mm. I eat the wrong food. I've recognized that through self-reflection yeah, and just learning, okay, this is the time of the month where I can't eat certain foods or certain foods make me feel a certain way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lifestyle. Yeah. And you know what? It's not just for women. 100% not just for women. Men yeah. go through those fucking roller coasters too. Sometimes, yeah. But they go through it differently. I feel like men go through it in more of like a what they can and can't do, like their capability. In the physical sense, their hormones stay pretty static. Our hormones are like beautifully dynamic. Yeah. But we say beautifully until the mood swings kick in. We say beautifully because <laughs> we like to keep her happy. <laughs> yes. But I we th- don't mess with Brie right now. <laughs> I feel... I've noticed in men that when they are sick, for mm. example, so they can't get up and go to work or they can't get up and do things, they don't mm. feel strong within themselves, their mindset goes. And mm. they become grumpy. That's why we call it the man flu because mm. they just crumble. Whereas when we get sick as women, our bodies go, you have shit yes. to do, we're going to keep fighting this to mm. the point where we go, no, 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 everyone take a break. But that whole man flu concept mm. – it makes sense. They just crumble because that's their capability. Their self-image changes. Their self-image changes. Suddenly they're not that strong or not that strong is not really the word, but their sense of self goes out the window because they can't do the things they normally do. That's Same it. with injury. It's why so many pro athletes um, go through, when they get like injured, they have to go through therapy to keep their mind going and be like, okay, just because you know your knee went mm. that way and your body went that way doesn't mean that your career is over like they need that extra help that's it's funny it. how that all works so what we wanted to talk about our experience with self-image um which is quite a personal topic so Bree's gonna go first on that <laughs> <laughs> especially at the moment because she's experiencing it yeah my my whole thing with self-image took a real hit going through some severe change in my life um, and I lost a ton of weight really quickly in a really unhealthy way. And I remember looking in the mirror, smaller size clothes, I could go shopping in smaller size clothes fit. And so it boosted my self-image. I thought I would looked better. I felt better. I was, when I say I felt, I felt better because I'd lost the weight. So I was able to move a bit more, all of that stuff. When I did the reflection on it and was like, well, I lost this amount of weight because I didn't eat for a certain amount of time. That was when my mental health started to take a hit. It didn't hit me straight up in the face. There was a day I got out of the shower. I was drying myself and I caught an image of myself in the mirror. And I noticed that my little stomach had was popping out. Now, I love my pudge. My pudge is where my snacks go. <laughs> I love my pudge. I don't think I would actually like my body if it was flat. Mm. I don't know why. I've always liked that about me. Because it always made... Curvy. The, it always made me feel like... I ate and I wasn't... You were healthy. Healthy. That's probably a good word for it. Fed. Well fed. Yeah. But when I was like... Comfortable. It's good. Yeah. So when I saw that that time, because that had gone away, and then when I saw it, my immediate thought was, well, I'm not eating dinner tonight. That was when I realized something's not right. Mm. And my self-image changed in that moment of going, okay, yeah, we've lost some weight, but now Mm. we have to look after this body because it's not being nourished Mm. self-image is such an influential factor in my line of work people come in lots of clients come in with a goal to change their size structure composition body composition predominantly Mm. and it's because we have a certain set of standards that society has put 
through advertising, mm-hmm. social media, magazines, you know, touched up photos that aren't real and those sets of standards, that is where we look. No one looks in the mirror and does self-reflection. And if you're looking for tips and tricks on how to do self-reflection, listen to our previous episode um, where we talk about that because it's going to be really helpful when you are looking at your self-image and really trying to improve your self-image and self-love. When we have those set of standards, we look at a magazine and then go and reflect on ourselves. Now, that person in the magazine is a totally different person to you. And I see this a lot with clients who come in who want to do body comp, who want to, you know, be Mr. Olympia or, you know, Mrs. Olympia or whatever. And at times, based on their lifestyle, based on their external stresses, based on everything, if there are so many factors that contribute to your composition. More than that, I encourage my clients to work on self-image in aspects of health, stress, sleep, that sort of thing. And working on loving themselves for who they are and where they are in their journey is more important or just as important as their end goal. And until they're going to love the journey, love themselves and forgive themselves along the way, for being or for maybe like, you know, eating Maccas or whatever Mm -hmm. once or having that ice cream, you know, things like that. Don't punish yourself for that because you will love yourself for where you are and your strive and where you're going and you will get to that goal. And it really affects your mindset. And we see this a lot in um, composition as well. If you have a negative view of yourself or self-image, then you will not get those results because even when you do physically, You you don't see it. Yeah. And so that's a really, really important wellness step to practice for my clients. And that's what I really try and instill in them. That's why so many people go through those, that roller coaster of self-image where they go, I love my body, I don't love my body. You have to really stand there and figure out why. Okay, so I have big thighs, but I have big thighs because I've played netball for 23 years. Strong thighs. Yes. Yeah. So the I, you know, there are times where especially when things like chafe happen or when certain like jeans will fit my waist perfectly Mm. and nowhere else. Yeah. Or they probably do. Actually, I should say they might fit my waist properly, but I can't get them over my legs or my butt. And it's so frustrating. (laughs) Ghetto. (laughs) Oh, it gets so frustrating and I get really down on myself. But then remember, well, hang on. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not obese, but... You're nowhere near obese. No, and I think that we... We look at people online like Instagram, Facebook, magazines. I don't know anyone that actually picks up magazines anymore. But we look at other people. My God, I hate the fact that there'll be times where I'm like sitting at the beach looking at how confident someone else is in a bikini, Mm -hmm. knowing that I'm not that confident. And like it just comes down to mindset. It's mind over matter in every aspect. The second that you start to realize, you know what, yeah, I have big thighs, but I have big thighs because they've done the hard work for 23 years over I have big thighs because, you know, it's just my body. That is definitely something I try and instill in my um, postnatal clients Mm. because for me, myself, I went through a really similar experience. Yeah. Um, I gained 20 kilos during pregnancy um, and most of that, a lot of that remained post-pregnancy and I still continued to gain weight. Now, Mm. when... Um, we fall pregnant as women, our body hormones change mm-hmm. and our hormones tell us to store fat more efficiently and reserve energy 
in case it's a survival instinct in case we can't eat the next day. So we have that fat deposit to feed the baby. It's really, really interesting. And it's a really beautiful thing. It's really natural. It's really strong. And this is why women are supposed to have the babies. (laughs) But it's really important to recognize just how much change your body goes through during and post-pregnancy, post-birth. It is exponential. Like it is such a strong thing to house and birth a child and unfortunately, women don't appreciate themselves for that. They finish the process, they have the baby, it should be a beautiful time and they're too busy just crushing themselves in their own self-reflection. Yeah, but you think about it, the crap you got to go through afterwards. like Oh, it's an absolute nightmare. You, it's not like you get to just, it goes, baby. Absolutely. And immediately it's all happy and rainbows. Like... You follow that up with a massive change on your body. It's a trauma experience. You've got to remember that. It's a traumatic experience on the body. And I then could not forget that. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier today not. you said, do you want kids? Yeah. That's why that part scares yeah. the shit out of me. Do I want kids? Absolutely. Do I want to have a baby? Do you remember <laughs> earlier in the day you said, I don't want to give birth? And I said, I totally agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really important for women especially to recognise a different aspect of self-image. Rather than just competition, rather uh, composition, rather than just seeing how skinny they are, how much body fat percentage they have, know that you are strong. Mm. Know that you have, especially women who have gone through pregnancy, um, know that you have intrinsic factors like hormone changes and fatigue and you know things that come naturally as part of our natural cycle that do affect your composition or your external look Um, and it's really important to change your mindset and focus on the positive things and it doesn't even have to be physical it can be like I really love my willpower I really love my determination I really love my empathy things like that so definitely something to focus on I think that's probably one of the biggest tips that anyone who starts to work with someone around self-image that's one of the first things I know I work with I go okay well you tell me all the good things about yourself Mm. that's a really hard question to answer we're not designed to do that anymore sorry I shouldn't say designed because we are designed to, to love ourselves and accept ourselves but we're not programmed that way anymore because when I am asked the question tell me the good things about yourself I immediately go okay well what's good for me and then I start comparing what happened with other people this week like you just can't we, our whole entire life mm. at the moment because of social media mainly is a comparison it's mm. just I go through social media and I'm looking at other people's lives yeah I'm not so much looking at other people's bodies anymore but definitely lives and going like cool you got a new job or cool you got married or cool you had a baby and it's kind of like I often find myself having to remind myself that's just not your path it's yeah, just not your journey not your so journey. The self, again, that self-image for me because I know that I, not so much struggle. I don't think it's a struggle. I think it's just more of me going, am I doing this right? This Mm. life doesn't come with an instruction manual. And it absolutely does not. It I've does. tried. I've looked for it everywhere. <laughs> I googled. I can't I find it. No, so it doesn't come with an instruction manual. So that means that there is no right or wrong way to view yourself. Mm. So it's about figuring out what works for you and mm-hmm. then evolving with that as it changes. And comparison is the thief of joy. Following your 
own success, Mm -hmm. focusing on yourself. And that's why we have the wellness trackers um, along and we we always track your PBs. We always track your composition changes, endurance changes, flexibility changes so that Mm -hmm. you can reflect on yourself and be a better version of you. Yeah, that's right. That's the most important thing. We're not competing against each other. Like we already have COVID to do that. (laughs) We we don't need to do that ourselves. So, and that, and, and that really changing your mindset on that is, you know, the idea that people go to the gym so that they feel good, Mm -hmm. so that they feel strong. And the, the That's why that I don't go to the gym because I don't feel good going to the gym. It doesn't. But you do exercise that for me. at home. Exactly. I have yeah. other ways of doing it. Good. So again, it was instead of looking at all these people going to the gym and you know they post all their gym selfies. Mm. I remember posting gym selfies. Did nothing for me. It was again. It was me doing it to show other people. Hey, look, I went to the gym today. I initially started going to the gym because there were lots of cute boys there, and then I started doing weights, and I was like, not interested in the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just want to go to the gym to lift heavy things. <laughs> um, and so that's a really important part of the process. Showing up for yourself, being committed and doing it for yourself, not yes. for someone else. That's why it's called self-image. Learning to enjoy the journey along the way. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So a few ways to help you reset the way you see yourself. Now, you would practice this with a lot of your clients through your line of work. Sorry, I was looking down. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. <laughs> I was giving you the signal. (laughs) (laughs) No, we do. Um, A lot of what I do when we first start working with clients, especially teenagers, is we go through, um, we make it really positive. So we go through, tell me all the good things about your day. Tell me all Mm. the good things about your life. Tell Mm. me about what's going good for you right now. And the reason we do that is so that I can reflect back on that and go, when they come to me and they say, I've had a really tough time or I'm going through this really shitty situation. I can go, yeah, but you know, that's, that's one situation. And it didn't even come up before when we talk about the good things. So let's reflect, okay, yeah, you've got this really shitty situation happening right now and that's crap and let's talk about that. Let's deal with it and unpack it. And then when we end the session, it was, I will bring it back to, so we're looking forward to going to this thing on the weekend. That's really awesome and ended Mm. on a high. Yeah. Um, Because you need to have the happiness in in the first part of your brain as you leave something like that, especially when you're doing work. Mm. Um, But I, I know that a lot of teenagers that I do work with do actually not even just teenagers. Cause I worked with a um, primary school child the other day who was exactly the same and their sense of self image and what they compare themselves to mm. and what they wish they could be. It breaks your soul. I know, you know, cause they want, and I remember being exactly the same way. Like I was a very sporty child mm. and used to look up to a lot of athletes. I remember thinking I want to be fast like them. Mm. I want to be, I never looked up to superheroes, never looked up to them anything like that I just wanted to be as fast as them I wanted to be as strong as them as the players I wanted to have that stage I wanted to be like all of that um and so I would then look down upon myself because I wasn't that it takes a lot of work it's a hard work and it's their journey and they've done the hard work to achieve that and I mean kids don't know that and it's scary how young they are having these struggles (laughs) Phoebe, whenever um, we take a photo of her or something or she looks in the mirror, mm-hmm. I always say, who's that strong girl or yep. who's that powerful girl? Who's that smart girl? Yeah. And beautiful is in there, but yeah. it's it's not the last one. It's not the first one. Yeah, I like to teach her to look at the intrinsic value that she has rather than the exterior value. Yes. 
even though she is so beautiful. I do the same thing with my netball kids. Mm. So when we go through a game situation, I'm coaching um, and something's going wrong or a kid's not doing something well, it often will be, okay, it's not your strength today. Yeah. Today it's not your strength. But yeah. I know you can do it because you did it at training. I know you can do yeah. it because you did it last week. And every single player in my team understands or learns to understand that in within them they have a strength and a weakness. Mm. And their strength might help boost somebody else's weakness. Yeah. But there is someone else in this team that helps strengthen their weakness. That's why and it's, it's called just, teamwork. Yeah, and that has just been so epic because they don't get mad at each other. They've stopped yelling at each other to like, you know, pick up their passes or stop stepping or whatever they do. Mm. They back each other up. They're like, it's yeah. cool. Let's go. Keep going. Like, you That's know. That's awesome. And for a 13-year-old to be able to turn around and say like, you know, it's just not my day. Mm. And they'll look at me and go, it's just not my day. Like, I'm not putting my shots up or I'm not fast enough today. What else can I do? Mm. Instead of going, sit me off. They ask, what else can they do? Yeah. And I just think that right there is a life lesson because when they get older and they're having issues in work, relationships, whatever it is, mm. their habit is not going to be, I can't do this, throw, throw everything in, in the air. Mm. It's going to be, I can't do this today. What can I do? What else can I do? Yeah, and it's important to recognize your weaknesses and be honest with yourself with that because then you have the opportunity to grow. And that yes. relates back to our self-reflection episode that we talked about previously. Yeah. So a few ways to like evaluate self-image and improve your self-image. Focusing on the non-scale victories is probably a big one for um, especially like clients with a body composition goal. Um, Focusing on the non-scale victories, I really try and take them away from the numbers game Mm -hmm. and teach them how to focus on themselves. Looking at their wellness literacy, um, looking at their intrinsic value and their strength and their motivation, determination, that sort of thing. So focusing on their improved energy production, their reduced stress, their improved sleep. That sort of thing is really, really important, again, to align with your journey to reach your goal. Yeah, which can be done outside. For those of you who are listening who aren't PT people, who aren't fitness people, it's the same concept for Mm. every aspect of your life. If you feel like you're not good enough right now, it's about sitting back and going, okay, well, what is it that's making me feel that way? Um, okay, but what have I done well? And you have mm. to track the other side of it because if you don't and you're constantly focusing on what's not going well within you, how are you expecting your self-image to be anything more than negative? Mm. But it, you know, taking that time to do gratitude practice, what are you thankful for within your own body? Yep. You know, the top of my gratitude practice for the past two weeks has been my heart. And mm. it's been a powerful notion for me because I've experienced death lately. I've had changes for people I know their health has changed and stuff and I go grateful that my heart is beating so fast and Mm. is beating so powerfully and is keeping me going Mm. because even though I don't see it physically beating and I'm okay with that by the way um you know I can feel it (laughs) and I can hear it you know and I think that I'm grateful for that I'm grateful that it keeps going and it does what it needs to do and we don't have any issues in there right now yeah so that's part of my self-image and I can look at myself in the mirror and go, you know, I can see that I've got bags under my eyes because I'm tired. I can see yes. that um, I know at the moment I'm dealing because we've got the mask mandate now until the end of the month. Um, that the mask, like I've been getting um, dry lips and like pimples sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I was getting frustrated with one. I had a really weird pimple on like, the side of my nose. It was really small, but it was really, I actually looked at it and went, that's a stupid place for you to pop up. Like, that doesn't make any sense. And I realized it was because of my mask. Yeah. And in that moment of staring in the mirror, I'm going, 
well, if I didn't have the mask, there's a chance that some like you know, there's people who've mm. put things in place to help me stay 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 safe. <laughs> the mask is doing that. Yeah. So I can't really be mad at those little symptoms that are like who cares? It's yeah. a pimple, everyone gets them. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's <laughs> it. Loving yourself in every aspect. Yeah. And knowing that it's normal to have those sorts of blemishes and yeah. things like that. It's totally everybody does. And intuitively listening to your body you know not pushing yourself for your seventh hit session this week because you want to be so skinny like listening to your body and practicing self-image and self-worth by resting and just treating your body like it is your vessel it's not your thing that you have to really like harsh on you know what I mean it's it's carrying you and you're strong and it's like you said, it's beating your heart. It's making your organs function. Like it's yeah. letting you breathe and letting yeah. you enjoy life. You need to reward your body. Don't punish that. Um, so a few ways to still um, improve your self-image. If you're not comfortable right now, if you're struggling with self-image right now, um, whether it's a composition thing, whether it's a strength thing, whether it's mindset, thing. mindset, there are a few ways that you can do that. So um, getting out and moving your body is probably my favorite one. Um, I know that when I'm struggling with a mindset problem or like um, even a physical problem, I just get up and I move my body and I feel so much better, even if it's just walking or cleaning my house or something. Yeah. Um, revisit your goals and be honest with yourself as to why you may be falling off track or what you can do, like you said, with your um, – netball team they're so cute by the way <laughs> i love them <laughs> to improve and grow self-reflect and grow yeah um set some new boundaries this is a really really big one because if you don't have boundaries in place that align with your values then people are just going to see that and and even you if you don't ha- set yourself boundaries you lose self-control you start to Reflect on yourself as in, I'm out of control, Mm -hmm. I can't do this. And then your mindset changes and then you really struggle to have a positive self-image. Yeah. Creating some new habits. So listening to episode five of our podcast, The Power of a Good Routine, Brie recommends solely the 5am club. It is, I haven't read it yet, I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) But I think it's a really... I am going to start reading it. And I think The Power of a Good Routine is a really, really good place to start. Yeah, it's it's those habits that you put in place to help your overall wellness. And your overall wellness just links into everything else, your productivity, your creativity, mm. your motivation. So to be able to, you know, yeah, I'm getting up a bit earlier each day, but I'm giving myself an hour in the start of the day too to reassess, reset, okay, let's go. Yeah. So that my day is set, is starting off better. Yeah. And therefore... Everything else kind of falls into place. Plus, when I'm um, within that hour, I'm doing meditation and I'm moving my body. So, my self-image is already up there because I feel better about doing that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think self-image is such a tough concept because I keep coming in my head. I keep coming back to that body image and how I see myself and my my perception of me. Mm. And while I have... I'm quite proud of the fact that I have gotten myself out of the habit of comparison. I definitely still criticize myself. Everyone Quite does. harshly. We all do. You're right. So it's important to do that too because then you can self-reflect and grow from that as well. Yeah. 
I know that a lot of my journal entries lately have started with, oh my God, I'm so tired. Mm. But then I always make sure that I'm going, oh my God, I'm so tired because I'm doing this, this, Correct. this and this because I'm achieving this, this, this and I'm this. I'm working hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and <laughs> the other one started, it was, um, it was a conversation I had with my mom the other night where I sent her a picture of pork buns because she was like, I don't know what pork buns are. And I was like... Mm that's a shame so i said this is what pork buns are and she goes oh they look like pizza pockets which are little pizza pockets everyone yeah. knows what pizza pockets are and um she goes they're like those pizza pockets that you used to eat all the time and i messaged her back and said <laughs> i still eat those pizza pockets. <laughs> and she came back she goes and Just what sent her the- a picture of them in your freezer <laughs> she, she goes and what's the health benefits of that and my response was, I'm eating, thumbs up. <laughs> because sometimes I just have to say, well, okay, I'm putting food in my body. Yeah. Some form of food into yeah. my body. Um, and I don't hate on myself for that. Mm. You know, I Good. we talked in um, authenticity, I think. I talked about how just before my period, I crave salt and sugar. And so I don't down on myself when, you know, all I'm craving is a chocolate sundae and a large fries. Mm. Because my body is telling me that that's what it needs. No, it's not the best way to get it. But I don't hate on myself when I get it. I don't stare at the mirror lately and go, oh, I don't stare into the mirror afterwards and go, oh, that's that Sunday sitting right there. Yeah. You know, you can't hate on yourself for that. No. It did the job. <laughs> <laughs> it filled the need. <laughs> no. So it's a very, very important part of um, self-image is not punishing yourself for maybe falling off track or, you know, having that ice cream. Everyone can have an ice cream. It's mm. delicious. And even though you know, it's not necessarily nutritionally dense. It can help in other ways, like in a social situation. It brings that added joy to together. the social situation. Ice cream brings added people joy. together. <laughs> Ice cream brings everyone together. It might help your mindset. It might help something. Socialize, yeah. You know, that maybe we didn't think about before. So it's important when we look at self-image, be honest with yourself. Use that time to reflect and grow. Yeah. Don't punish yourself for having a bad day. Focus on your intrinsic value rather than your extrinsic value. Mm -hmm. It is so important because you are so valuable in so many ways and there are positives too. No one is a dead set shit person all over. Like there is some good in everyone, (laughs) you know. It's really important not to harsh on yourself for the negatives. Focus on what you're good at. Focus on the positives. Focus on your weaknesses as well and grow from them. Yeah. Take them as an opportunity to learn. We gave you a bit of an outline about how to improve your self-image. But if you have any questions on that or you're struggling with that or you have any ideas, suggestions, contact us on our socials. You know where we are at Working Out Wellness Podcast on Instagram, Working Out Wellness on Facebook. Um, Let us know. Like let us know what you like to do and Mm. what – you love about yourself um, and what you like to do when you practice self-love and self-reflection. So Kate and I both have platforms where we can work one-on-one, face-to-face, group sessions and virtual sessions. We can do things online. So if you are that random person in Italy listening right now going, actually, I'd really like to talk to someone about my current self-image, like reach out because Mm. we are here and we're more than happy to have those conversations and help you grow as a person that's what this podcast is all about. Yeah. We're here to work it all out together. Mm. Kate and I are still learning ourselves. You know, we don't have this down pat to an absolute expertise. Um, I don't think either of us ever will because it changes and evolves and we will keep changing and evolving. Um, but if it's you want some help um, from someone who's a, 
you know, has a pretty piece of paper in a frame somewhere. Um, we have, we just, we work together so well in health and wellness um, and we click and we bounce ideas off each other and we really align when it comes to health and wellness. Do you know the best place that people could ask us questions? Mm. In two weeks, we're doing a live episode. Yeah. Two weeks, we're doing a live episode. So we'll be live. I think it'll be Facebook and Instagram that will yes. have our live. And you can send us questions and we'll ask. You can ask us questions about us. You can ask us questions about yourself. And um, yeah. We're so excited for that live. I know. Reach out to us then. Um, what date is it? The 15th. It's going to go, we're going to go live um, as we record on the 15th of October, Friday mm. the 15th. And then um, on the Wednesday, you'll hear the episode, which is two weeks from now. Awesome. I'm excited to see everyone on the live. I'm excited to hear, like, have, hear people's questions. Mm. Um, but if you have questions in the meantime, please send them through because we will probably keep them and answer them there as yeah, well. We it might be, be something that. that, you know, you might be going, oh, I could ask a question, but I don't know. Ask the question because there is no dumb question. The only, what was it that those sayings the teachers? Oh, the only dumb question is a question not asked. Like someone else could be going through the exact same feeling you are right now, mm. and you asking will help them. Help them as well. Yeah, absolutely. No, well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Um, especially all our Wow Squad out in Italy. <laughs> Ciao for now, Italy, and we'll catch Germany, you next time. United States, everywhere in the world. UK. How awesome Australia. is that? It's really cool. So cool. Anyway. <laughs> Ciao for now. <laughs>